Droppe Gaming. Droppe Gaming. Droppe Gaming. Droppe Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 81 of the Droppe Gaming Podcast. Yay! I hear you all say. We're here. Um, of course, that's Matt there, and I am Lucas, and. That's us. Hey, Matt, how you going? Yeah, not bad. <laughs> How's that for an intro? Fantastic. 81. It's just got no magic to it, really. It? <laughs> no, if it's it, shit. If we were playing bingo, you'd just go 81. It's probably not even a number in bingo. It's probably not even a number. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so clearly we've got a lot to talk about yeah. this week. I think it's a prime number, isn't it? 81 a prime number? No. It's invisible so. by three. Damn threes. Nine nines is 81. Anyway. I knew it. Well. I was trying to jazz it up, but you had to blow that out of the water too. Anyway, so we won't talk about 81s anymore. Um, We'll just move on to uh, some of the things that we've been playing. But before we do, what we're going to do in this episode, not going to have a long one. We're just going to have a bit of a chat about uh, the ever-expanding and sometimes frustrating backlogs that we have of games that we haven't played or games that we haven't finished and then as new things come out you kind of pass and move on to the new things and then you never go back so we want to talk about the games that we've got sitting on our shelf or on a hard drive that we want to play um and if there's any obviously that you'd like us to talk about or bring up that um you know we might miss out of this list then by all means drop us an email and we'll mention them in the next one or, or we might not. Yeah, or we might not, but yeah, of course. Anyway, um, so yeah, like, <clears throat> you played, I finished Platinum in Golf since we recorded last. Yeah, and I'm not really that interested in uh, in just getting Platinums for it, so I'm just playing it. But I haven't been playing it as much as I would assume you have to get the Platinum. Yeah, well, I, they, I did all the nightclub challenges, which are pretty fun. They're a good way to learn how to play it um, and not suck. As much, yeah. but and and it changes it up a bit because there's some crazy ass shit you do in them as well. So, yeah, there's a lot more just challenges instead of just golf, isn't there? Yeah, so it's a bit, um, it's a bit different, but apart Which is from good. that, yeah, arcadey. Um, it's annoying that I finished all the nightclub challenges and then they patched to make nightclub challenges pay you experience points. Hmm, which so, is great because now I might get into them. So what you're yeah. pitching about it, I might actually go and have a look at it one day now. Yeah, oh, well. Um, hmm. But apart from that, um, they also released a new course, TPC Scottsdale. Yes. Which is a quite a nice course if you're into golf courses. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> if that's your fish. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think last time I mentioned that it's not going to be a yearly game that they're going to just support it, try and support it. Um, I think it's going to be every two years. Yeah, that's like, like a normal game. And um, But they are going to keep releasing new courses for it in the meantime. Mm. Which is good. Yeah. Which I know there's at least... a little bit you know, different, I suppose. Mm-hmm. I know there's at least one more course coming out for free, and I'm sure there'll be more after that. But, you know, I was playing it uh, on Friday night uh, with a few beers... And I was thinking, despite the fact that it's not as um, as feature-heavy as the previous golf games, mm-hmm. like it's missing a lot of stuff, um, I think it's still a seriously good game. 
yeah. like graphically and technically. Well, they fixed a lot of the popping, I noticed as well, that we were complaining about. Yeah, it doesn't seem to be as noticeable yeah. now. The last patch fixed stuff like that and, yeah. like, the flickering lighting yeah. in places. Yeah, fixed a lot so. of that. So they are obviously been listening to our podcast, which is awesome. Yeah. And, they, you know, they've gone back and fixed those. So thanks, EA. And everything, that. everything bad we said about EA in the past, that was just still a still stands. Oh, <laughs> most of it anyway, except for that bit. <laughs> so, <laughs> Origin still sucks. But anyway, um, I had a, a bit of an issue with Origin recently going on uh, on PC. Mm. I um, I installed a new one twenty gig uh, SSD. And because just as the operating system, because it was getting towards just a standard 60 gig now for your operating system and your standard kind of suite of software. Um, so it was filling up the SSD that I'd had on it for quite a while. So anyway, popped in the 120, um, got all that sorted out. Then my daughter wanted to play The Sims and I hadn't installed Origin on it at that point, but everything's on a second drive. So I knew it would be easy. Turns out it wasn't as easy as I thought it would be, but luckily it's not as hard as it could be. So I ended up getting it sorted out, but thank God I didn't have to go in and just download everything again because that would have pissed me off. Seeing it was already still there, but for some reason Origin wouldn't recognize it on its initial run, so I had to do it a couple of times before it would even notice it. And I was freaking out that it would go in there and go... Oh, yes, there is some data, but we're going to delete all of that and then re-download it all for you. And that would have sucked because games like uh, Titanfall with the expansions uh, and the extra maps is nearly 60 gig. So, And it's not a game that I play very often at all, so it's kind of a pain that it would want to go and do that. So anyway, needless to say, got it sorted. But that was my gripe about EA. We'll go back to... Um, to the games we've been playing and <laughs> not the issues we've been having. Well, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, sorry. yeah, I've been playing a bit of the, the golf as well, and I, I agree, it is a good game. They've actually made a pretty solid effort for the new consoles, that is. Mm. And I mentioned it to you before, but obviously we weren't recording then, so I'll tell everyone now. Um, yeah, I, uh, I turned all the assists off and decided to play an old-school game on the new Scottsdale course. And surprisingly, I didn't suck like I really thought I would. It was it was a bit blowy there, so there's a bit of wind to adjust for, and it kind of gets annoying that you can't zoom down the the course like any kind uh, of... Um, you can still press the touch pad and bring up the map, though. Yeah, you can. Right. Yeah, and you bring up the map, and then you can kind of have an idea of where you're aiming for, but it looks so far in the distance and there's an arrow that seems to kind of take up quite a large section on the screen and you know it's on a 65 inch screen so it's not a little screen they could have made it a much smaller kind of uh arrow i suppose but yeah a few times you hit the ball and then what you thought looked like was in the middle of the fairway wasn't and yeah it kind of sucks a bit in that regard but anyway apart from that it was actually a challenge and it was really good fun to have that game being challenging again. Mm. Cause, um, as we mentioned last time with all the assists on, it is a very easy game. So I wanted to check it out, but anyway, mm. and it's still fun. Um, I think I'll, I'll have to do that. I'll play that course with the, all the 
assistance stuff off. Mm. It does make it like it's a nice course to do it in because it's not a real like crazy hard one because there are some of the ones that they've got in there. They're just insane. Yeah, but that one's a nice course to play. Um, You've also been playing, um, playing a bit of uh, Elder yeah, Scrolls Online still? Went and had a bit of a go at it. Uh, yeah, for some reason, the other night I woke up at like 2 o'clock in the morning and just couldn't go back to sleep. So I just rolled over and played Elder Scroll until 7. And <laughs> then got, got up and got the kids ready for school. It was good for Have me. you um, played it with anyone else yet? No. No? No. I, I should hook up with the group and, you know, yeah. together. But um, I don't know, it's kind of weird because I guess if you don't, if you're not all in the same spot or, you know, the the world is just so large that you're yeah, just well, running around and you can go and do a multiple of different things that, you know, I suppose having the same kind of missions and things like that at the same time. Yeah, that's what, how, what you're just going to have to do it and see what it's like. Yeah. Yeah, probably be a good good place to start. <laughs> Better than just not and yeah, just never. guessing. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, it's it's still fun enough. I don't know. It's it after not playing it for a couple of weeks, I guess it's kind of lost a little bit of its polish. Um, some of those things were, you know, that I mentioned that were a little bit annoying about, like the large swing and all that kind of stuff, and the heaviness of how you control the player mm. some of those things are still or more i guess noticeable again which is a pain but anyway it, yeah it was still good and went and did a few extra missions and surprisingly where earlier on in the game you'd be playing and you know at a, at a you know low level if you chose to go and do a mission that was even one or two levels higher than you, you'd just get axed. Um, but now I'm, I think, mid-20 and or maybe 23, 24 in level and I'm, you know, destroying things that are 27, 28. As long as it's more just one-on-one, -on -one, but if there's a few of them, I get my ass kicked. But, uh, yeah, so there's a fair bit of, um, you know, run-in, get the attention of one person, make them chase after you and then just hit them as much as you can and then, you know, before they kind of notice, anyone else around notices that you're throwing fireballs into a you know, guy's face. <laughs> so you just run away. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I don't know. It's it's okay. It's okay. But, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's lost some more of its polish, which is a bit annoying. Because mm. yeah, it's very samesy. Like the unfortunate part about it is that you can stick to the storyline. You can still do all that stuff, but there is no, doesn't seem to be any real um, need to do that in the whole you know frame of the game. Like with open world games like Far Cry, for instance, you had your missions and you went and did your missions. And you had the option at that point to go and do other things or little challenges or whatever it was. But in general, it was more just the game was designed around doing missions. And it kept it moving constantly. It kept you enthralled and kept you, you know, wanting to know more about the storyline. But in this, you can go and spend a thousand hours just running around 
and by the time you go back to where you were supposed to do your next mission, you've totally lost interest in what the fucking story is. So it just really seems to be a bit of a dog's breakfast in that way, which is a shame. But anyway, so after not playing it for a little while, the yeah, it lost a little bit of its um, its draw, which is really annoying because it you know I was pretty happy and excited about the game initially, but so it's going to be how's this for a segue? One of those kind of games that goes on to the backlog. Yeah, <laughs> to exactly. Join, to join uh, multiple other games that have been on there for quite some time. Now, a perfect example of this for me is that the <laughs> I guess the um the feeling you get when you get that email from GOG or from Steam or you know a multitude of other places that says that they're having a big sale. And you jump on there and you're like, oh, wow, this is awesome. Like, look at all these awesome games for like three bucks, five bucks, ten bucks. And then games that are not that old are still ten bucks and twenty bucks. And then you're sitting there going, wow, like, I could buy all these games real cheap now. But then you have that inner dialogue in your head that just kind of goes, yeah, but you'll never play them. You've bought all these other games that you've never ever played just because they were a few dollars. And now I think I've got. 288 games on Steam, and I've probably played maybe 25 of them. <laughs> and to be honest, finished maybe none of them. So, yeah, there's a huge backlog going on there, which is really annoying. But the games that I, I do constantly look at because they're in cases on my shelf are mostly games for the PS4. Um, that is the downside of the digital ones, hey? Like, because I, I find that I miss, like, you you notice them when they're physically right in front of you, but, like, on my PlayStation, it only shows you on the PS4 the last, like, 15 games that you interacted with. Yeah, that's so right. So I've got games in my library on there that I bought that I have never, ever played, and or, like, PlayStation Plus games and shit, and I forget that I have them because they're not, there in your vision you know yeah that's right yeah and it is really frustrating like you say because it only comes up with the last bunch and it's not really until you have to go searching for something that you go through how long that list is in your library and then you're looking at games going oh wow i forgot i even had that one or look that one was a, a you know playstation plus game that i got you know six months ago and I never even downloaded it. And it'd be good to have a go at that. And it's pleasantly surprising sometimes when you do that, how good those games are. Yeah, there's some pretty good ones out there. Mm. So, yeah, there's, uh, I guess that is a real pain in the ass for that digital kind of side of things. So what would you have that you would probably put on the top of your list for games that, I don't know, even... <laughs> Let's say that you haven't finished and you'd really like to go finish. Well, um, and let's keep it to the last maybe two years. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, like Baldur's Gate 2. <laughs> I just bought that on GOG because <laughs> it was like seven bucks. <laughs> no, well, I so I played um, Saints Row 4 on, uh, on PS3 
and then and that came out like remastered for PS PS4 and Xbox One and whatnot as a I guess money maker for Deep Silver or whoever the fuck is publishing it. Didn't they just get bankrupt? They Deep, can't play their pay their bills. Deep Silver. Mm. I don't know. Th. Yeah, that's why Tingo's not getting released now. Which Tingo? Um, Dead Island too. Oh, uh, wasn't that? I don't know. Anyway, sorry. It happens. Segwayed. Yeah, that'd probably be good information to actually know about. <laughs> but anyway, um, no, I. Uh, so I, f- I played it on PS3, and then they, like a year later, brought it out for PS4. So I was like, well, I'll just get it again when it's nice and cheap, because it comes with all the DLC, and there's like Gat Out of Hell DLC. And yeah. so I had that for That's a while. A new one, yeah. Hey? That was the more new one, wasn't it? Or the oh, new one for that release. Oh, it was. I think they put it on PS3, PS3 oh, as well. Okay, yeah. But I never bought it, so. But anyway, um, yeah. So I I bought that, and it's been sitting on my shelf for ages. So I've actually been playing that, which is what made me want to talk about backlogs. Hmm. Because I platinumed it, I'm pretty sure on PS3, and I thought, you know, this is a game that. I really had a lot of fun with, even though it's the stupidest fucking thing ever. It certainly is. So well, that's the whole point. So yeah, I mean, it doesn't. It does exactly what it sets out to friggin' do. Mm. So yeah, but yeah, there's that. Um, and I mean, there's so many. You can, mm. like, where do you even start? Well, based on what you've just said, I've got a game that I just bought recently that I am really, really wanting to play, but because I've already finished it and I'm playing games at the moment that I've never played before and certainly not finished um, yeah I'm just not playing it yet and that's um, The Last of Us Remastered oh you want to play that again yeah yeah but I've played it I know the story I know how fucking awesome it is and I just want to drop the you know how long was it 20 hours longer oh 10 15 maybe yeah it wasn't even that long was it yeah, yeah it's not that long the storyline, I'm just missing having that real emphasis on storyline in a game right now because obviously yeah. McElroy's not story-based at all. Um, and Elder Scroll does have a fairly flimsy kind of thing, but because it's such a uh, uh, such an old, ancient kind of style of story, um, very hard to relate to. But anyway, that's a game that I'm... <laughs> I'm not even looking at starting at the moment because of the fact that I know I've already finished it. So it's going to get to that point where I just want to play it and that'll be the only game that I'm going to play. Um, so, yeah, that's my game that is sitting at the top of my bu- bucket list, I suppose. Or back um, up. Um, well, I've already playing, finished. I also started playing The Wolf Among Us, which I bought you know ages ago and I've been meaning to get a look in at that because speaking of story... Telltale games are always um, pretty up there. And from what I've seen so far, The Wolf Among Us looks pretty damn good. It is. I really enjoyed it. But, yeah, it's just about finding the time. Because like, now it's kind of a good time because we're in between major yeah. titles. Yeah, there's not a lot going on that right now. Yeah, I mean, until Dawn comes out soon, but it's like... I'm not that interested in it because I don't really want to shit my pants <laughs> in fear. 
or in any reason, really. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if I have to do it, I'll do it, but I don't want to be forced to because of some scary fucking game, you know, because that's just embarrassing. If I need to get out of work, yeah, then, you know. I'm not saying I haven't done it before. Well, sometimes you just, you know, you get a fart that fools you. <laughs> Sharding. Oh, this is a fucking really good episode. So, yeah. Um, well, one that I've talked about for Game of the Year, actually, or you talked about, and I backed up with the fact that it looked fantastic, but I hadn't played it yet. It's still a game that I hadn't haven't played yet. I've got it on disc, actually two games up there. Um, first of all is, uh, is um, Dragon Age. Dragon Age Inquisition. Yeah, Inquisition. See, I didn't finish that. Um, I got That's a very finished. long game. I got pretty far through it, but I haven't finished it. Same with The Witcher 3. See, they're both games that I want to go back to, but fuck yeah. knows when you get time to exactly. go back to like a friggin' 80-plus-hour RPG, you know? Mm. And the problem with those is that the further we go, the less I'm going to remember of the story, which is going to make me so less inclined to want to go back to it. That's the shit thing about not finishing games either is like you get not just the story but like controls and stuff like that like if i yeah. if you jump into say i don't know batman arkham knight and you played it for i don't know 10 hours or something so you've got a fair amount of uh special moves and or whatever like abilities mm-hmm. and then you stopped playing for six months and go back to it to try and like know how to use all of that yeah. shit is just fucking it takes ridiculous. you another three or four hours to get back into it yeah. just in that way. Which is definitely a thing with something like Dragon Age as well because um, not so much if you haven't started it yet and you're just waiting like it's in your backlog, but if you have started it and you've got to go back to it, you've got so many abilities and stuff like that for each character mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff that you've got to sort of learn how to sort of mix together for the best result. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it does pose the issue of that kind of a problem. Um, it's a, it's a tough a, problem to have, but hey. It is. But, I mean, it, it is a pain in the ass because it's part of the reason why you don't go back and play them. You know, because you're sitting there going, oh, that's right, so where am I up to? What bit did I last do? How do I actually do this again? That's and, the, well, That was yeah. what was, you know, f- kind of fueled the uptake of iOS games and stuff with the whole, you know, quick little stop start gameplay. Mm-hmm. Because the problem is if you're a hardcore gamer, you're less likely to have the problem. But for the, all the people who can only play a game for a couple of hours here and there, you know, if yeah. you buy a new game, I guess it's still, it's like hashtag first world problems. So <laughs> who the fuck gives a shit, you know? There's people starving in fucking third world countries and we're complaining because sometimes you have so many games. Fucked up. Sometimes you have so many games that you can't remember how to play one of them. Oh. Exactly. What a fucking shame. <laughs> Excuse me while I fucking die of malnutrition. Yeah. Well, get a game in there. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> that escalated. Just, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, you know, 
when zombies attack, the people who have played games for years and years and years will understand and will survive, and the people that are starving won't. No, they'll be like, oh, fuck, what do I do here? <laughs> and yeah. they get eaten. Yeah, that's right, because they're also fat and can't run because they're all nerds or something along those lines. <laughs> yeah, well, <okay. laughs> a bit harsh, <laughs> but hopefully it made us all laugh. Moving on. That's what's important, right? Yeah, that's right. Um, but it is amazing. Like I, I look at it, I look at my gaming shelves and you know, the libraries and stuff that I currently own of games, and it becomes very frustrating very quickly with how much I've invested into that library, and that I'll never actually get anything from because I won't go and play those games. It's really quite frustrating to know that that's what's happening that I'm wasting money on games that I'll never play. You have no one to blame. No. And I, I refuse to blame myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, what are some other games? GTA Five. I, I finished that on PS3, got the PS4 version, and started playing it a bit. And I kind of want to go back to that because that game was a fucking masterpiece. Yeah. Yeah, that's one game that I've actually considered purchasing again. Just for that simple fact that it is such a fantastic piece of gaming that needs to be played. And it annoys me that I don't have it on the PS4 because I'd play it. I actually plugged in my PS3 the other day because Charlie wanted to play the Batman series. So I knew that. Like Arkham Asylum and stuff? Yeah, I knew I had Arkham Asylum and Arkham City on the PS3. So I thought, uh, yeah, he can, he can play those on that, and I won't buy them, even if they come out remastered on the PS4. I wonder but, if they'll do that. I mean, that's a, that's a, one of the good ways, I guess, they've got around um, doing like cat, getting people through their backlogs. I guess is to have remastered games. Yeah, and it would be good if when they did that you were able to, you know, continue from where you were up to. Oh, like the cloud saving type thing. Yeah, yeah. Because I think I mentioned it when I picked up um, the Vita and I'd had um, Grim Fandango on the PS4 and I'd been playing that for a little bit and I saw that it was cross-buy and then I eventually went and just, you know, downloaded it onto the Vita and, you know, fired it up. And it was exactly where I'd remembered playing it on the PS4. The the save had gone straight across and it was seamless. I didn't have to do anything. It didn't even ask me. It was just like, oh, well, you've been playing it on the PS4, so this is where you're up to. Handy. I thought that was fucking fantastic because it meant that I wasn't, you know, I would actually play it on the Vita instead of just not for the simple fact that I'd have to play it all again. Yeah, it started all over again. Yeah. But yeah. with that said, it's kind of funny how with that game anyway, it's it's a puzzler and there's parts on the Vita because the screen is so small that you can't actually see or the activity area or whatever where you're supposed to walk past and normally there'd be a pop-up that would show you that there was something interesting there. Mm. It doesn't trigger on the Vita because it's so small. Yeah, And I got stuck at one point because I honestly believed that there was nowhere else I could go from that point. And then I played it on the on the PlayStation, on the TV, and it was so obvious. <laughs> it was absolutely frustrating. Yeah, yeah. 
And I actually tried it the other day to uh, sit down and have a game um, of the of Rory McIlroy on the PS Vita. Mm. And I what, just like yeah, um, just remote linked, playing. Yeah, just linked and remote played with the PlayStation, and boom, there we go. But again, it was actually really frustrating. Yeah, I've been. I've noticed that I dusted off my Vita the other day because it was fucking covered in dust. Um, <laughs> Need a and, case for it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's in the case. It's just covered it's in still dust. dust. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah, and like using remote play because that's pretty much all I use it for at this point. Mm-hmm. And when the, the PS4 first came out, a lot of the games they were actually sort of making remote play controls for them. Whereas mm. now it's just like they're basically on fuck it. Yeah. Which yeah. is kind of shit, but... Well, the the major lack is just obviously the single... Um, the triggers, yeah. The single triggers. Yeah, because you have to use the rear touchpad, which can be... Yeah, obviously not as uh, easy. Yeah. So, oh well. But yeah, the, um, the D-pad, or not the D-pad, sorry, the, um, the thumb pad, which is how you control your swing and all those types of things. It's so small compared to the PS4 controller um, and makes it really difficult to control your shots and Mm. makes aiming and all that kind of stuff almost impossible. So quite frustrating, but anyway. um, Yeah, also the other one that I I really want to play and I've heard that is fantastic, everybody that's played it has said it was awesome, is The Order. Oh yeah, that order was pretty good. Yeah, just just as something. I mean, new, bit of a new IP, and it was a bit short. That was the biggest issue with it. But um, well, that's probably good. Yeah, if it's in my backlog, I can go and just knock it off. And yeah, exactly. It's probably hours. I don't know six to ten, that's maybe right. tops. Yeah, I can't even remember. I think all I know is it was like really fucking short. Yeah, but it's Looks not so beautiful. bad because yeah. Yeah, it certainly looked beautiful, and I would like to give it a go just for that reason. Yeah, it looked like a very nice-looking game. So, But that's that's the major ones, I suppose, for me that I really want to go back and play. Bloodborne, I'd love to get back into, but really can't be fucked because I just know that that is just way too difficult <laughs> just not worth it. Yeah, so. I might one day potentially go back to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And there is one other game that I now currently own on three different medium. Um, and I really, really want to play it, but I just don't have the drive to start it, which is really a weird thing to say. I really want to, but I, I'm not. Yeah, um, the motivation. Yeah, is um, the Game of Thrones. Oh, the Telltale. The Telltale one. Oh, yeah. They haven't even put out all of the episodes not finished yet. yet so. I would wait if I was you, but that's just me. I fucking hate episodic games. Mm. I don't mind them, to be honest, but, I mean, they are a bit of that... I just that don't have to wait. ...getting the story back and all those types of things, which I didn't do with um, with Walking Dead, the first one. I, I you know, waited until it was all out, and then I even waited to make sure that all the bugs were fixed and all that kind of stuff before I even started <laughs> playing it. Did you play it on PC? Uh, no, on iOS. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, you'd be fucking still waiting if you're waiting for the bugs <laughs> on the PS3 and fucking Xbox copies. Yeah, yeah. Fuck me. 
apparently the Vita was pretty good like that too. Oh, it was just a direct port of the PS3 version, so just memory problems and shit like that. I got it on PS4 and it doesn't have those problems, but I am, again, another game for my backlog, but I already finished it, so it's like I've already finished it twice. Why the fuck would I finish it a third time? <laughs> you do all the same choices, and even though it's been a while since I played it, it's like, yep, I remember this, I remember this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, that, that's another frustrating thing that I was just going to mention quickly. Um, when you do go back to this backlog, backlog and when you have played a game for a certain amount of time, if you don't have the saves anymore or for whatever reason or you know, you've bought the remastered and then you go and play the remastered, you obviously don't have your saves from the original game. Um, it's like that watching a movie multiple times or you know you just know it so well that there's not it, it just loses its polish in a lot of ways yeah and, well, although yeah. it's fun to you know revisit for a little bit you just don't have the drive if it is a remastered game that's going to take a long time to play um like for instance um the final fantasy remake that is final fantasy out. 7 I'll yeah play. i'll play that i mean yeah there'll be a you know 200 million people will play that game. I don't Maybe know about not that. that many, but... That's uh, a pretty <laughs> fucking large amount of people. Yeah, there will be. I reckon Square Enix would be pretty happy if 200 million people bought that game. I reckon Square Enix would buy Sony. <laughs> um, <laughs> Just be like, we're the richest in the wild. Anyway, maybe not. Uh, it's not quite how it works. But, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway... Um, no, I mean, that that's a game that's been out for a long, long time. And there's a lot of people that have been born since that game came out that have never even played it um, that might actually play it. But there's also a lot of people that have spent hundreds of hours playing that game, literally hundreds of hours. And for them to go back and play it, even though it's going to look completely different, it's going to be the same game. And yeah. that's just going to lose a little bit of the polish after they get over that remake of the graphics. I wonder if they will be making it exactly the same because we don't really have all the details about it yet. Yeah, I know. But But they've, at this point, they've basically just said that they've, uh, you know, redone, redone it graphically and from the ground up. Yeah, so it's that mean. So, you know, but the storyline, they wouldn't bother, otherwise it wouldn't be... Yeah. The same game. You'll know the storyline, but like things like, uh, so Final Fantasy VII had the whole like, didn't it have the top-down view? Yeah. For like traversing the world and stuff. Yeah. Surely they're not going to have that again. They'll have it as like a the current first day three D fucking not necessarily first person, but three D sort of shit. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I'm sure people will love that shit. But anyways, but there's definitely a big amount of huge AAA titles that either get put on backlogs or you know you want to go back to it just some stage and either replay them or not. But and I'm sure that there's others out there. If anybody's still listening to this, that has a list of their own. Yeah, so, so email us and let us know what your fucking most. Uh, I don't know, which, like, your top five for games that you will really want to go back to when you've got downtime. Um, 
final final uh, I guess thing to talk about um, since you know we've managed to fucking talk for half an hour when we had nothing <laughs> to talk about which is yeah. pretty good um, the Tomb Raider timed exclusivity for Xbox they um, announced some news about that it's coming to PC early 2016 as well so that's not quite 12 months it'll be probably two or three months maybe three to six months Mm. And the PS4 version will be coming out uh, in so twelve months after. So it's like a that's a long time, isn't it? Yeah, but you'll have plenty of games to play. In the meantime, yeah, and it's not like in that twelve months you're going to be like, oh, this game is aged, so I'm not going to play it. Yeah, they'll yeah, they'll that's market true. it presumably for PS4, so they'll be like, hey, look, this game is here, you should play it. Because I know I'm fucking not buying an Xbox One purely to play Tomb Raider. <laughs> yeah. You know? And, I mean, Tomb Raider's a great title, and I'm sure the game will be fantastic, but it's not worth a $600 bloody hit in the back pocket. Yeah, exactly. Just to play that game, unfortunately. And, I mean, I know there are other games on the PlayStation and the Xbox that you know are exclusives. And whatever. I guess if you're on the edge and you're like, I, this, it, it's like a straw that broke the camel's back thing, then yeah, but 12 months isn't exactly a, t- a ridiculous amount of time to have no. to wait. Yeah. So, yeah, it's... Uh, an interesting one. I mean, the big games, the ones that would actually sell the console. Um, like Halo 5 that still isn't out yet. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I'm thinking more of the ones that will cross eventually and normally pretty quickly like Call of Duty and things like that, which uh, do yeah. have a one-month exclusivity quite often. I think it's on the like DLC only, though. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, yeah, it, it's just kind of those games like if they could really attract a 12 month exclusivity on a game of that capability imagine how many consoles would sell then yeah if Call of Duty I think the map pack DLC stuff like that does make a big difference because people like if you only fucking play like Tomb Raider you can't put Tomb Raider and Call of Duty in the same no sort of close area like either of discussion because Call of Duty is a multiplayer the game that you like judging on what how people play it mm. you're gonna fucking play it all year you could be it could be like Your one the game. only game that you have yeah so for if like PlayStation had exclusivity for a year on the next Call of Duty that effectively <laughs> that means that like they're one year ahead forever for a yeah. Call of Duty game because they come out yearly. Yearly, exactly. Yeah. But I don't know. I think map packs do make a difference because then once you get people going like, oh, I really love this map, I really love this map, and you're like, oh, I don't have that map because I'm on fucking Xbox or yeah, that's right. it was on like back when you'd be like, oh, I'm on PS3, I don't have that. It's the same mm. with Destiny. I think that they found a lot more people play Destiny, apart from the fact that the marketing for it drove people to thinking that Destiny was a PS4 game. Yeah, very true. Um, There was exclusivity there as well with the expansions that came out early Mm -hmm. on PS4, I believe, and PS3. And there was like exclusive strike maps and shit like that. So, you know, 
I think it does make a difference, but maybe not so much with a fucking thing like Tomb Raider. Yeah. Nice try, though. Oh, definitely. I mean, it gives him something to compete against Uncharted with. I'd laugh if um, the Uncharted trilogy collection outsells Tomb Raider on P- PS4, though. <laughs> I mean, would, yeah. at, when it comes out at the same time, the Xbox mm. versus PS4, I don't think it will. But I think the Uncharted trilogy is probably going to sell really, really fucking well. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a pickup for most people that are even remotely interested in that genre. Yeah, I'm getting it, and I've played yeah. all three before. Yeah, me too. It comes with a 48-page. Um, there's a special edition that fucking EB is selling for 120 bucks. Wow. I mean, it's three games, so fair enough, but fuck me. Um, but yeah, f- like a 48-page art book or something. Oh. Which I think is pretty cool for yeah. like major fans of the series. That's right. So I'll probably pick that up. Nerd. Anyway, um, so well, that pretty much wraps up the show. We won't keep uh, your ear holes any more annoyed than we have. Yeah, just um, talking shit for half an hour. Yeah, that's right. But we had to make up at some t- stage to get another episode done. Yeah, because so it's not six weeks. I kind of want us to maybe potentially... Um, Let's try and hit 85 by the end of the year. Well, I kind of wanted to. <laughs> I, I heard more. a, I heard a guy talking in a radio interview the other day. Yeah, radio, it's a thing. Wow. Um, new technology. Were you listening to it on the internet though? No, in my oh. car, and it was an interview with a guy who does a podcast, and he was like, they were like, so what's your advice for people who want to have a successful podcast? And he was like, oh, the number one thing is like have good recording equipment. So we failed there. Yeah. <laughs> and the other thing was like be um. Be consistent, like have a lot, you know, have a, a time that you do <laughs> episodes, say weekly or fortnightly or whatever. And I was like, so we're basically fucked. Well, <laughs> no, I reckon we're doing all right. I mean, Skype's a program that, you know, Microsoft bought for a lot of money. So it's obviously quality. Um, I don't think our sound yeah. quality is that bad. This episode, I've noticed a bit of um, shitness, but yeah. yeah, you get that. You do. And honestly, I mean, we are fairly consistent. Um, you know, one episode at least every three months is fairly consistent. Yeah, we on average, consistently forget to record or yeah. do make you know prioritize other things. But so. then again, most people consistently don't listen, so <laughs> it really doesn't matter. Yeah, as long as we're having a good time, right? Exactly. And if you're a fan, we do appreciate you. Yes, we do. <laughs> we want to send you some love and some hugs. But anyway. Anyway, so yeah. So email us and we will try. We'll send you an e-hug. Yeah, that's right. Well, anyway, um, thanks very much for listening to the schmozzle that was episode 81. Yeah. Um, not too much editing to be done by Matt, which is good. Not like the last one. We had helicopters and bloody coffee breaks and all kinds of crap that Matt had to deal with. For the <laughs> yeah, last just un- unavoidable yes, exactly. interruptions. <laughs> Anyway. So, anyway, thanks again for listening. Uh, from me, Lucas, BQ410, thank you and goodbye. And from him, yeah. uh, that's a goodbye. See ya. <laughs> Bye.